Hello and welcome. My name is Garrett John and this is episode seven, series two of the Voice for Voice podcast, which is the name gives it gives it away a little bit about voice technology recorded exclusively for your ears. Hello. How's it going? Good, good. Very good. But we are, so yeah, we've been recording this podcast for like almost a year now. But we're actually at a different location. We're not for in For the Brixton. first time. I got my ass onto the tube with a big bag. So this is how real I am. My big, big bag with all the podcasting equipment. I was getting dirty looks. I walked past the shard with my big bag. It looked like it had like a crocodile in there or the bag looked like a crocodile. True. Somebody said that to me yesterday. Really? They said, your bag looks like a crocodile. It's like, what so, a weird that, thing Was it an insult or in well, jest? I was just indifferent, really. I didn't really right. care. But anyway, so we're... Heckled on the tube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do get that a lot. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we are in Media Bounty, which is uh, close to London Bridge, off Bermondsey Street, one of my favourite streets in London, with the incredible Jake Dubbins, who is the MD of Media Bounty. Hi, Jake. Hi, Garen. How are you doing? Yeah. Hi, Will. Hello. Nice to be uh, working with you on this. Yeah, yeah. So J- I've known Jake now for a couple of years, and Jake is like uh, runs an amazing social media agency called Media Bounty, and we work closely with me- Media Bounty, and we're quite, you know, we're we're mates as well. We go for beers, you know, and yeah. So so we're kind of uh, we're kind of here, and we're going to be talking about voice technology because this is something that we've spoken about a lot isn't it jake it is yeah um something yeah so we're both passionate about it and we're we're just going to be chatting about voice and voice for good and the potential of using voice to help people Mm -hmm. which we think i think we all agree that that's like really important that it's an open goal really that people brands use voice as a way of you know showcasing the areas of their organization the, the caring areas of their organization is that a correct summary will i I think that's um pretty much spot on yeah because i'm feeling i don't know i just feel it's been a bit of a good week this week i always say it's been a good week but i'm feeling this week optimistic feeling optimistic feeling positive vibes feeling yeah so i'm feeling that this is a really nice nice topic for us to be uh to be uh chatting about so uh should we get on with this well yeah let's do it okay cool so, all right, do you want to tell our listeners uh, from around the world just a little bit about yourself, Jake? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, Jake Dubbins, MD of uh, Media Bounty. We uh, are a creative social media agency with a conscience. So we look after social media insights, strategy, creative, and, and media. And really, we work with and want to work with socially conscious brands and brands who want to become socially conscious. So we work with the B Corp method and Ecova. We work with Bodyform, who've been one of our longest clients for the last six or seven years. Uh, we work with a client called the, the Meatless Farm. All I see them everywhere. Yeah. So they're. What's uh, all that about then? So it's a 
plant-based diet so it's uh, an alternative to meat uh, mints and uh, and and burgers and it's you know the focus is on taste and texture they've gone into uh, into into Sainsbury's and the basic principle is that instead of you know going full vegan you can swap out your meatless your mints for uh, for meatless farming a spaghetti bolognese on a Tuesday night that's easy for mum or dad to make so question yeah. are there's Good as Linda McCartney sausages. They don't make sausages at the moment, but the burgers and the mints is really good. I was actually in the, some of the first tastings of the burgers, which was an interesting uh, process to be in, mm. sort of mi- middle of last year, which was kind of fascinating seeing mm. the actual product come to life. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. One thing I really admire about Jake, uh, one of the many things I admire about Jake, but he, um, his company turned down customers if they don't actually agree with their principles very true so if you're a if you're a social media agency with a conscience you've got to act with your conscience right you can't just say that and then uh take money from wherever it comes so <laughs> this, this this year we've turned down two briefs from tobacco one from big american oil and one from a, a gaming company that focuses on war games and targets kids mm. and i've got two young kids and i don't really want to be working on tobacco oil or war games. No, so, uh, that's totally fair enough. Fair play. That's totally fair. And how do they react? How do they react? I don't know. I sent, I sent a couple of emails, one to the oil oh, company. Yeah. <laughs> and sort of said, I said to them, unless you, are, unless you have a plan to commit to the 2030 guidelines from the IPCC, then we're not going to work with you because, you know, I've got two kids and I don't want to be answering their questions at that stage going, you know, what did you do about the environment? And peddling oil was not going to be my answer. Because you put that on your LinkedIn. It went down quite well, didn't it? I didn't put the whole thing on my LinkedIn. I, you, I, you I, I said that we'd turned down some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the opposite of uh, me and Will, we're just... We're digital. Yeah, if, just... Uh... Please just come to us. No, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Just anything, really. Any business. Yeah, please. just hello. We're, we haven't got any clue. We haven't. Yeah. Well, we actually media bands are clients. Yeah. So, no, but I really, really love that. And it's quite inspiring, actually, because I think it really, I don't know, sets you. Well, you believe it, which is the first thing. You clearly, you believe it because you turn down clients, respect. And it just kind of sets you apart a little bit. And it just makes I don't know. And do you want to tell a little bit about the Conscious Advertising Network as well? Yeah. So uh, so myself and a, an amazing lady called Harriet Kingaby, who's my co-chair, set up uh, the Conscious Advertising Network, which is a, a voluntary organization of over 30 organizations helping the ethics catch up with the technology of modern advertising. Yeah. So that's in the areas of hate speech, fake news, children's well-being, ad fraud, consent and diversity in content. Cool. Wow. We need to sign up for that, don't we? Yeah. I'd be really, really interested to to get involved with that. So obviously, we have been chatting about Alexa and Google Home for a while, mm-hmm. haven't we? Yeah. And we think, well, I think we both share the kind of vision that it's going to be a new way for brands to communicate with their audiences in the same way that when Twitter was set up or, you know, all these amazing kind of platforms. But the question, do you... Do you are you have you got a preference google home or alexa is there anyone that you neither i think probably alexa seems to me to be more uh advanced but i mean i have to confess i don't actually have either in my home Ooh. yet well, alexa look it did a little purple like that purple <laughs> light means it means 
Alexa is sad. <laughs> She's sad. Look at her. But when I walk into the room, do you yeah. know what Alexa does? Because normally it's blue. Uh-huh. It just goes pink and starts flashing because I'm the voice for voice. <laughs> and I can be walking around Curry's or wherever and they just recognize me, mm. the Alexas. One of their own. voices in the room. Their yeah. pal. Yeah. Everyone's thinking, what a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so why, why are you excited about voice then? Because I think it will, I think it has the potential to do a lot of good. I think it has the potential to save people a lot of time and effort on things like life admin. You know, everybody's got their own day jobs, their family to look after. You know, they've got to get to the places they need to get to leisure time. People want to spend time with family and friends. So taking the stuff that the chores or making chores easier i think is a a huge benefit to people but you know it's got to be done in the right way the you know and and, you know i'm sure we'll get onto it but part of the reason why i haven't yet sort of bought it for myself is you know that kind of question about what are the rules of engagement Mm. what's the ethical framework around having effectively amazon in your house Mm. yeah because she is listening yeah make no mistake because you've heard about the murder trial where she was a witness. Yeah. So, but we, we've we worked out how to switch it off, so which is good. Perhaps we should, we, we should do like a, an explainer video on how to, stir, you know, mm. to stop Alexa from listening to you. Well, I think that's really important. Like, you know, with GDPR and data and people, you know, Facebook talking about privacy, Zuckerberg coming out saying today that, you know, they're going to be all about privacy. I think that the privacy question is it could stop the progress if if people are if if new tech like alexa and google home are on the front foot about the rules of engagement and privacy and what they're going to listen to and what they're not and and put the choice in our hands then i think that the uh there will be quicker adoption yeah it's a difficult one because you want to trust these companies but i think in the past that trust has been abused severely by companies like facebook so the question is, do you impose some kind of regulation or do you let them get on with it? I think that regulation's coming, whether we like it or not. The DCMS committee came out and talking, you know, disparagingly about the the, uh, the big tech platforms. And I think it's because, as you said, you know, we, we were asked to trust these platforms and, you know, there's been time after time where data has been transferred so i think i think these companies have a massive opportunity to win back the trust by being transparent Mm. by being authentic and going there is a value exchange here between you as a person as a human being and what we want your data for but that question's not being asked enough Mm. and when we're therefore left to make choices that are less informed yeah and i think but if you if you look at the business models of google and amazon you've got to think there are ads based on quite private data coming yeah but that, the the amazon but denied that. that when i spoke was in amazon they actually denied that but yeah. i can't see how because it's fairly you know if your brands are building skills then they're it's so obvious that they're gonna well there's gonna be a pay-per-click model whereby you bid for your, mm. your skills to be at the top yeah there's, they're nowhere near ready for that no it's a couple of years off there's going to be like a, a an seo equivalent where yeah. you get your skill to the top and then there's of the obvious opportunity there's all that opportunity to actually sell ad space on the skills themselves so if there's two hundred thousand people using a skill every day then that's valuable time isn't it that you yeah. you know so there's no way that they're not going to be doing yeah that. it's just yeah 
Yeah. And I think I think data and, and personalization isn't I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but I th- I think, you know, I'd much rather see ads for stuff or experiences that are relevant to me that I've chosen rather than a you know something that's totally irrelevant to me. So I, I so there's a huge value in it, but uh, but it, but we've got to put it out in the open. Yeah. No, I agree. That's the thing with all these early technologies, they could go either way. They could be used to make money, but then you have the other side which is the very encouraging signs that these platforms are being used for good. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we talked a bit about this on the podcast before, but I think people with disabilities, voice technology has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So Virgin Media released, sorry, uh, Virgin Trains released a skill, so yeah. pretty incredible really, which enabled disabled passengers with limited uh, use of their arms. So basically using your phone is really difficult and yeah. it's a bit stressful that yeah. you would obviously use voice yeah. to, to book your, your ticket. Yeah. People with limited mobility. I mean, that that, that sort of use case for, as you say, limited mobility, you know, blind people, Mm. you know, people with with difficulty, you know, manual dexterity of of actually getting online, you know, can be transformational. Yeah, absolutely. And we've seen uh, charitable donations. So companies building skills where you can donate money via your voice, completely reducing the friction. We're going to test one out in a moment, actually, the NSPCC skill. Potential for education, so the interactive experience, not quite yet there yet in my opinion, mm. but the idea that you can speak to a machine that can dynamically respond has massive potential for the education sector. Yeah, I mean it does. I, we homeschool our kids, so right. in terms of that breadth of learning, I think that's a really interesting area yeah and again it needs to be a safe environment in order and you know parents have got to be able to trust that it's a safe environment but you know that sort of the scale of what that could deliver is amazing yeah if they get it to a level where it's almost the equivalent of having a person in the room then all you'd need is theoretically an internet connection and a kind of 20 pound device so it could be game-changing self-diagnosis so we're seeing a few skills which help people identify potential signs of illness and disease. Okay. So spreading awareness, the potential for therapy. This so, is obvious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's been a few studies which show that people are much more comfortable with speaking to a machine rather than a human about their huh. problems. That's really so imagine if like, mm. you suffer from panic attacks, right? You, you, you know, loads of people suffer from panic yeah. attacks and you know one's coming on. How reassuring, you know, you've got your coping mechanisms, I would imagine, to be able to use voice to actually get yourself out of the hmm. panic attack, you know? So it would be whatever the... It's just mm. obvious, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Um, that is a really interesting, you know, as you said, if you're, if you're feeling in that particular space or, 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 you, or particular triggers... Exactly. And you have, you know, the uh, voice to, you know, actually coach you through that with with things that you're used to whether it be mindfulness whether it yeah. be you know. so this hmrc brown letter arrives at the, <laughs> <laughs> right, alexa i think something's gonna happen in a second <laughs> no but in all seriousness it's obvious and then loneliness as well yeah so there's been a lot of cases where people are talking to their devices it may not seem like a kind of worthy companion but i think if you're very lonely then just the not just an impression of a human voice which speaks back to you can actually be quite valuable. But- yeah, I'm kind of that. That's that's the one where I I don't disagree in some instances, but I but I kind of as a human lament the re, you know the machine replacing 
community. Yeah. So if the if 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 Alexa can facilitate you know, neighbors getting together or a family member that lives a long way away to, to actually bring, you know, what is real connection, but you know, a, a more real connection rather yeah. than just, yeah. there's, a, there's a potential for more isolation there. Right. Yeah. I, I'm going to predict something and this will happen. Okay. There will be some sort of voice equivalent of, and this is a bit grim, but when someone passes away, before they pass away, they record like thousands of hours worth of conversation. So then you can actually, when they've passed away, have a communi- have a conversation with them. The Geraint chatbot. Yeah. Although- Immortal. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, but you can Geraint's never. Can you imagine? Ending. But you can voice footprints. <laughs> never going away. But you could probably. <laughs> just spat. You could actually be really clever you could build some sort of app which would record the, your yeah. voice and you could ask like a series of like i don't know there'd be like a thousand questions that you might ask and then at any point you could actually have a have a conversation mm. with the person is it healthy do you think it's a, well it's weird but people we're weird aren't we yeah, technology we are. is yeah. weird if somebody would have yeah. said 200 yeah. years ago that we're going to be walking around you know spending Smudging hours screens. yeah a little screen you'd think what? Yeah, I mean, I can imagine that. You know, if people have been partners and, and and you know together for fifty years, sixty years, you know, when when one of them passes away, you can absolutely yeah. imagine the solace that that, that I know. That yeah, voice I'm not sure. Ju- I, I know. I, I yeah. agree. It's the same as it's more than looking at an old picture, right? It's kind of listening to their voices yeah. over there. I mean, who yeah. knows what that's gonna. Morning, love. Hiya. Hi, Gary. Right. <laughs> yeah, just going to get in the bus now. Yeah, yeah, well, have a nice day. Um, Make sure you have your coat. Yeah. <laughs> have you got your Oyster card? <laughs> so this is getting a bit silly. Okay, so we're, so we're agreed, we're, you know, that there's lots of amazing yeah. you know, opportunities out there. And there are skills that are already in existence, like the NSPCC skill, which we're just about to test. Yeah. So what we're going to do is, Jake, we're going to open it up. And we want you to very honestly give it a mark out of 10, okay? Okay. Okay. Alexa, open NSPCC. Welcome to the NSPCC, the UK's leading children's charity, working to protect children today and prevent abuse from happening tomorrow. Would you like to donate? Find out more about NSPCC or learn about the pants rule. Learn about the pants rule. Great, I can help you talk pants and learn the pants rules. Would you like to hear the pants song or play our fun interactive game? Play the song. What's in your pants belongs only to you. Your pants cover up your private parts. Yeah, yeah. Your private parts belong only to you. If someone asks to speak, just tell them no. to wear his pants, he wears them all day long. They cover up his private parts, and that's what makes him strong. If someone asks to see or tries to touch him underneath them, he tells them no. They tell someone he trusts and likes to speak to. What's in your pants belongs only to you. Alexa, stop. Thanks. Come back any time you'd like to play the Talk Pants song. So what mm. else are we going to ask? Uh, um, should we try and donate some money? Yeah, Alexa. Open NSPCC. Welcome to the NSPCC, 
the UK's leading children's charity, working to protect children today and prevent abuse from happening tomorrow. Would you like to donate? Find out more about NSPCC or learn about the pants rule. Donate. Excellent. How much would you like to donate to the NSPCC? Five pounds. I heard five pounds. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Amazon Pay will be used to take five pounds from your account. Is that okay? Yes. Cool. So that's the skill. What do you think? Amazon Pay will be used for your payment. Five pounds will be paid using Amazon Pay. More information in the Alexa app. There it is. Thank you. I, your donation is complete. I did. You're helping NSPCC protect children. Brilliant. Well, I, I didn't quite expect that, but yeah. uh, but you know, but, I suppose I that's mean, what it is, isn't it? You know, yeah. so why it's that's what the skill is. So, what do you think, Jake? What do I think? I think obviously you've got to be directed to the that app in order to open it. There's no necessarily content within there that you would open it for a particular use there's this quite sort of basic as i understand mm. it in terms of there's donation find out a bit more and hear the pants song i mean it's great that you can donate through these things yeah. very seamlessly and, and and easily so i think that's that's uh that's great i think that you know if you could as easily bet through these things and that's a dangerous potentially slippery slope because you're only going to donate once but mm. if you keep potentially betting through it there's a question quite a good question idea around there <laughs> And I think that the opening it every time and hearing the same message every time, the same welcome rather than welcome back mm. to the NSBCC app rather than having the, the line every time yeah. is a bit of a weird user experience. Yeah. It's the, it's the donated money, isn't it? If you saw an advert, you've enabled the skill, call to action, and then you donate money. I've Well, I've tested it a few times, so I've given them about 20 quid. <laughs> so, uh, you know. And the song, what that was fun, wasn't it? You know, yeah. I'd never heard that before. So that's no. fun, you know, that's no. message, it's yeah, a really good message. And that's as parents, that's something that you have to yeah. like tell yeah. your kids. You do, you do, I have you do. to. So yeah. I might just actually just play in the song, my daughters. Yeah. You know, yeah, right. So marks out of ten. Um, six. Six okay. out of ten for NSPCC. All right. So next, let's try the breast cancer scare. Okay. So Alexa, open breast cancer care. Welcome to Breast Cancer Care's Guide to Taking Care of Your Breasts. Would you like to check your breasts now? Yes. Everyone's breasts look and feel different. Getting to know how your breasts look and feel will help you know what is normal for you. You will then be more confident about noticing unusual changes. If you do notice a change, even if you feel well, it's important to visit your GP. Are you ready to start? Yes. Look for any change in the shape or size of your breasts, compared to when you last checked them. For the next step, say yes. To repeat this step, say no. Yes. Now feel for any lump or area that seems thicker than the rest of your breast. Say yes to move on. No, to repeat the step. Yes. Look and feel for any change in the texture of your skin, such as puckering or dimpling, like the skin of an orange. Yes. Look for any redness or rash on the skin of your breasts or around your nipples. Yes. Look at your nipples to see if either is pulled in or looks different. For example, if they have changed position or shape. Yes. Look to see if there's liquid coming from either of your nipples without you squeezing them. 
Yes. Look and feel for any swelling in your armpits or around your collarbone. Yes. Pain in your breast or your armpit that you can feel nearly all the time is also a change to report to your local doctor. Yes. Did you notice anything different or unusual about your breasts as you went through these steps? Say yes if you did or no if you didn't. No. Next time you check your breasts, remember how they looked and felt today to help you notice any changes. If you have questions or concerns about breast health, you can talk to a nurse on our free helpline. Call 0808-800-600. Say yes to finish, or no, to repeat the information. Yes. Thank you for checking your breasts today. Remember to do it regularly because, even though most breast changes aren't because of breast cancer, the sooner breast cancer is diagnosed, the more effective treatment is likely to be. For more information and support, visit Breast Cancer Care's website. Goodbye. What do you think, Jake? I, yeah, I mean, I thought that was very good. I mean, I'm, obviously I'm not target audience, but I think that that is an exa- that's a very good use of the technology. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I, th- I think that was... I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to share it with my wife or... Yeah, that's know, what I to, thought, yeah. To, to, to see how that differs from other ways she's been taught. But, I mean, it comes from breast cancer mm. care. I think the only thing missing was that kind of checking regularly. What does that mean? You know, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so checking it, is that every month? Is that every six months? I would imagine maybe my wife would know that more than I would maybe, but I think it, it would serve to mm. be a reminder to say, you know, do it again in a month. Do but, it again in... But presumably, at the moment, well, I don't know, well, I just don't know, but presumably that you look online and you've the doctor tells you how to do it. Yeah. So this is just like an all. I, I have to say, that's one of the best skills we've ever tested. Yeah. In sense oh, yeah, that, really like good. you know, like the t- it's not the the tech or even the conversation design. It's just the fact that it's just so useful. Yes. Yes. Very very useful. I know. Is there a testicular wonder, cancer? Well, I was going to say this. I don't know. I wonder if there is exactly. The yeah. Same just a minute. For, for, for blokes. But like any, yeah. Yeah. Any sort of illness, self-diagnosis, yes. mental health, whatever it is, you know. What it, do you marks out of ten? I was going to give that, a, a, you know, like I said, not target audience, but a nine. Yeah, for, nine. For utility, it, you know, it seemed very yeah. useful. And also, there was a call to action at the end to say, well, if anything has changed, here's a number. Go and see your doctor if something has changed. So they're not trying to, you know, they're kind of Doctor Google. They're not trying, mm. they're trying to self-diagnose. They're giving you the tools to be able to then make the right decisions rather than trying to diagnose you using the tech. So I thought that was really good. And we're saying voice for good. And that's an example yeah, of using definitely. voice for the health of, um, yeah. you know, women across the world. So yep. awesome. Right. So we're going to test another one now called stop, breathe, think Alexa open, stop, breathe, think. Welcome back to guided meditations by stop, breathe and think. Today's meditation is three minutes to focus. Say, play meditation to begin. Play meditation. Let's meditate then. Playing three minutes to focus, which is three minutes long. Here we go. Three minutes to focus. Close your eyes and bring your attention to your breathing. Let your breathing be natural and relaxed. And follow the sensation of your entire inhale An entire exhale, silently saying in as you breathe in and out as you breathe out.
Notice when your mind wanders, if you're lost in thought, or listening to a sound in your environment, or maybe you're caught up in a sensation in your body, and just let all of those things be, gently bringing your attention back to your breath, and silently saying in as you breathe in, and out as you breathe out. Following the breath in the foreground, while letting thoughts, sounds, and sensations come and go in the background. Silently saying in as you breathe in, and out as you breathe out. And when you're ready, open your eyes. It's the first in history, a med- we meditated on a podcast. Yeah. Is that the first in history? Um, that's going to make some brilliant video footage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, sure, that's really good for the audio, though. Yeah, well, the thing is, hopefully the listeners are actually meditating. Yeah, I feel what, quite relaxed. I'm not, I feel not spaced really, out. really relaxed. But, oh, wow, so what do you think of that, Jay? I thought it was. I thought it was really good. It was quite an interesting environment to be meditating. Mm. But we all being, just went with it, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. I opened, my, I opened one eye once, just, just, to go, just to go. Like, I hope it's. Are you going to stop this, or are we just going to do this? Yeah, and I kind of, and then I went right. We well, were doing it, aren't we? Yeah, so, we have to do it. It's three minutes, isn't it? So yeah. I just thought, well, let's just do it. I think you know, we 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 just committed to it, didn't we? Yeah, so, yeah. We did, and we, we have did. we have to test it up properly. A bit um, weird. Probably probably yeah. probably thought listening at the podcast had stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wondering what the hell's going on people all over the world just thinking hmm I think my <laughs> phone's broken but so what did you think then yeah I've done sort of mindfulness meditation before and you know similar similar vibe so I mean guided meditation obviously is is a hugely valuable thing for you know people generally mental health you know busy busy days and so on so I think that you know again has a has a has a role to play if it makes it easier for people mm. to access you know moments for meditation and again that i think that can only be a good thing but what an awesome idea would be to kind of have an alexa for example in this room and to say to your staff yeah you, you know you can you've got five minutes to meditate or whatever yeah because obviously from a you know if you if you bring in somebody to do that and i'm not trying to put people out of a job but you know that's yeah, a, that's yeah, a yeah. Sig- you know, significant mm. cost to get experts in so again, yeah you know it's it, it's both access and potentially you know cost as well yeah i was glad it wasn't alexa's voice doing the guided meditation yeah. wouldn't be i feel super chill reaction yeah. yeah it was good feel all zen so what uh mark up 10 for that uh, i'd say without knowing what other guided there there is in that so i'm going to give that a sort of seven but yeah to a, you know depending on what the other guided parts are could go mm. up be nice if that was, you had a celebrity voice doing it like yeah. Phil, uh, Phil from East Paloma Faith or... I was going to say though like there's a, there's a <laughs> debate isn't there about the voice of like why is it almost always a female voice? yeah that's like a big discussion yeah it's slightly controversial yeah do you know what the Welsh voice is called the no. Welsh accent voice Geraint is it yeah brilliant <laughs> yeah so uh, coincidence do we think <laughs> Or, or is somebody listening, listening to it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, so that was, I really enjoyed those skills. Yeah, actually. Some I really they're, quality, they're all decent. Quality, the skills are getting much better because when we first started this podcast, like they weren't very good. Yeah. But now 
I they're getting there and the alexa dev meetup now it's just really impressive the people that are there it's yeah, just yeah, really yeah. awesome yeah. so you'll have to come to the next one is it yeah. april yeah cool. we'd love you perhaps you could we could get you to talk yeah. or something okay then so so moving on so uh, yeah one thing that we were kind of chatting about was and there's banging in the background but we're in london and the thing is it's this is what happens things we're, going on it's yeah. uh, rock and roll so as i guess you know you are a social media expert you run a social agency do you think there will be a voice first social platform that kicks off in the same way that facebook twitter instagram all those what do you think i don't necessarily see why not i i think that obviously there's a lot of noise around you know tiktok at the moment and and sort of that's quite a musical you know it's music first and 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 user generated i think the initial the initial depends on what what the social apps for i mean the initial reason for social media was exactly the clues in the name to be more social right so it was meant to and and the the design behind it was to bring people together and and that's been brilliant in some instances i mean you know you, you know social media has brought communities together and it and it and you can be in contact with people, friends from family from other side of the world. But obviously now, you know, it's become publicly owned and monetized. It's sort of what what is it for? Is it for community and bringing people together, or is it for the monetization through through advertising? So I think it depends on what what is it for. So if if it's for bringing people together and 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 voice guiding, you know. Mm-hmm conversation and, and genuine voice through communities then maybe cool and prediction for the next 10 years prediction for voice over the next 10 years probably i mean it'll become a utility uh, there's no if, if they get if they get the permissions right and if they get the mm. if they get the consent of the population and people feel tr- trust then then it will become a utility because it's obviously getting hardwired into cars and internet of things and you know well so, the car thing's huge yeah exactly so is it is it is it even going to become is it going to be avoidable not to be absolutely yeah. everywhere so there's the question of whether or not it will be a utility because companies will build it into absolutely everything but you need to take the public with you yeah and yeah the public are you know there's some recent research released by credos which is the think tank of the advertising association and the Advertising Association, ISBAR and, and IPA have released a white paper on trust in, in advertising because it's at a critical downward track because people are bombarded by messaging. So I think it's uh, I think that consent of us, yeah. the humans, is critical for it to mm, be a viable concern in 10 years, but it probably will be. Cool. All right, nice one. Well, thanks ever so much for coming on uh, the podcast. We've been meaning to do it for a while. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's it. Really interesting discussion today and just awesome that awesome that these skills are getting better. Yeah. Just really good. Yeah. Good to see. The I'm potential really, is there. Yeah. Thank God for that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. That's Cheers, another, another episode, uh, another end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to follow me on uh, social media, Geraint John, G-E-R-A-I-N-T, unpronounceable Welsh name. Geraint rhymes with pint. My nickname is actually Baz, actually, uh, in Cardiff. Everyone knows me as Baz. Baz, brilliant. So I've had, if you want to, yeah. (laughs) I have thought about changing it back. Back to Baz. introduce myself as Baz. Baz is back. No one can say my name, but, you know, a bit weird. Thank you very much.